0: Hello, and welcome to Constitution Corner. I'm your host, Robert Owens. On July 29, 2021, the Biden Masters directed the National Archives to place a, quote, harmful language alert on the Declaration of Independence, Constitution, and Bill of Rights. This statement suggests that these documents, quote, may reflect outdated, biased, offensive, and possibly violent views and opinions, end quote. But not to fear, the National Archives claims to be solving this terrible problem by, quote, making an institutional commitment to diversity, equity, inclusion, and accessibility. Now, if you're wondering how the Biden administration could so thoroughly mess up the situation in Afghanistan, you can now put that in proper context. They were Obviously busy labeling our founding documents as outdated and racist and were consumed with drafting appropriate warning language so as not to not offend anyone. I am sure they just needed to explain this to the Taliban a little bit better so they could make the exit from Kabul less onerous. Now this disgrace to our heritage of liberty is not a mistake or an oversight. Just as one would look at a watch and conclude that there was a watchmaker, we must look at the assault on American national sovereignty and conclude that there are political engineers at work. In the April 1974 edition of Foreign Affairs, the essay The Hard Road to World Order, written by Professor Richard Gardner, stated, quote, in short, the house of world order will have to be built from the bottom up rather than from the top down. It will look like a great booming, buzzing confusion, to use William James' famous description of reality, but an end run around national sovereignty, eroding it piece by piece, will accomplish much more than the old-fashioned frontal assault, end quote. Part of the process of eroding it piece by piece is to constantly push the messaging that the concepts that give rise to our nation were terribly flawed and are now outdated thinking. In fact, this is a core goal of critical race theory and the very reason for its existence. Currently, the Constitution is still popular among Americans, and it should be. It is the world's longest surviving written charter, and those within the deep state want it destroyed. Eroding away respect for the Constitution is one way to do that. In the end, Americans will accept a new set of international laws that are labeled as superior to the Constitution or the Bill of Rights. Right now, the idea of the Second Amendment could be repealed seems far fetched. But we must understand what Professor Gardner is talking about. It will not be directly repealed in a quote, frontal assault. Instead, it will be superseded by new laws that essentially make it irrelevant. This can happen in two ways. It can be written out through the process of an Article V Constitutional Convention or by treaty powers with international bodies such as the United Nations. If you don't already know the dangers of an Article V Convention, I encourage you to look into it. A good place to start is Robert Brown's presentation, Dangers of an Article V Convention. Now, some may think that the plans to erode and destroy the Constitution are just a machination of the Democrat Party. Not true. The internationalists at the CFR have their hooks into the leadership of both parties. This allows them to move the agenda forward regardless of the flavor of the day as to president. Sadly, this was the case even under the presidency of Donald Trump, who got conned into nominating CFR stalwarts like John Bolton, Jerome Powell, Robert Lightizer, and Mark Esper, among others. The worst of Trump's CFR-inspired misdeeds was the overtly anti-American U.S.-Canada-Mexico trade agreement. Now, to be fair to Trump, his cabinet was not as jam-packed with CFR minions anywhere near to the degree that it was under Bush, Obama, or Biden. The truth of the matter is that the anti-American CFR has infiltrated both major political parties. They want to ensure their agenda is put forward regardless of election results. As Carol Quigley, Georgetown professor and mentor to many political elites, including Bill Clinton, stated in his book, Tragedy and Hope, quote, the argument that the two parties should represent opposed ideals and policies is a foolish idea. Instead, the two parties should be almost identical so that the American people can throw the rascals out in any election without leading to any profound or extensive shifts in policy. Then it should be possible to replace it, every four years if necessary, by the other party, which will be none of these things, but will still pursue, with new vigor, approximately the same basic policies. As a field officer for the John Birch Society, I am often asked about the trustworthiness of various other organizations and media outlets, like Judicial Watch, Newsmax, and Epoch Times. I always answer the question with this question, How often do you see them talk about the Council on Foreign Relations? Don't just know your constitution, live it. This has been Liberty News Hour. Please visit jbs.org and thenewamerican.com to find more information about this topic, as well as other critical information, and please share this with others.